Repair of driveways, garage floors, patios, sidewalks, walkways, and stairs. Stamp concrete, color, seal, and epoxy. All Creed is fully insured, 27 years of service. Contact today to get your quote. Ladies and gentlemen, a brand new place is coming to get your haircuts at called House of Barbers, located at 3434 North Road, Poughkeepsie, New York, in between Rhinebeck Savings Bank and Applebee's, across the way from Marist College. Contact Sal at House of Barbers HV on Instagram. Make your appointments today, June of 2023, House of Barbers. You already know what it is, and if you don't know, you want to know, get next to me. It is what we talking about podcast. It's your boy Gabriel. Um, I will be joined very shortly by my co-host extraordinaire King Blackout in the building. Shout out to everybody who's tuning in already. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. And we're gonna do this again and again and again. It is June 27th, 2023. Last show of June. Holy moly, officially the halfway point, man, as far as the show's concerned in this year can't believe that so hit the like hit the share for me we gotta get it up in here so minimize this video hit the like and if you would hit the share let them know what you're watching we're gonna be talking our ish we got to talk about the bt awards we got to talk about people being crazy we got to talk about um a few things there's a few things we got to talk about today uh some music we got to talk about a little jim jones you know there's, there's some things to talk about so let's get it popping let's get it up in here is it just me who else is watching right what's up what's up what's up with that let me um let me let the people know it's the what we talk about podcast you know shout out to wapter music culture shock radio with cuzzo fm and the tattoo shop radio in the building shout out to village global network all powered by xeno.fm Yes, indeedy. They wrote graffiti on the bus. You know what I mean? Um, we used to get in so much trouble when they used to catch us tagging up on things, man. What was that about kids, man? I mean, still to this day, right? But, man, like, we were definitely the house where we got in trouble a lot for, like, drawing on the walls or, like, taking, like, the books or the encyclopedias and, like, you find, like, a whole page just either ripped out or, like, drawn over with madness yeah man we was weird man we was doing we was doing weird things with the crayons and wanting to write on everything everything needed to get written on um you know this week was kind of crazy right there was um some things going on in the news that were just like whoa um so we're gonna talk about that that should be a good discussion we got some top 50 um talk to talk about got a couple names on the on on my mind today that i want to i want to bring up and and see where they at then i know there's people out there who are um a little a little in flux about what our list is looking like you know so we could definitely talk about that shout out to everybody who's even tuning in you know to uh to be a part of that whole top 50 talk man i have a lot of fun with that salute to everybody make sure you hit the like hit the share for me let people know what you're doing we're going to talk about it king blackout going to be joining me very shortly he had a quick call impromptu right at the last second there so he's handling some business right now maybe he's signing a multi thousand dollar deal for your boys you know maybe he's getting something done for us who knows let's put it out in the air you know what i'm saying shout out to the uh sponsors you know i was playing that a little earlier house of barber shout out to sal and shout out to all Creek. 
We got Ernie Carrillo doing his doing his very best out here, supported by his wife Julia. They run a good, tight shop, um, doing good things out there. Jay Royo in the booth. Yeah, man. Tuesday already. Jay's what happened when you're out here working, man. You over here with so many jobs, man. You ain't Puerto Rican, you Jamaican, man. You just <laughs> you got a lot of jobs, man. I know you just have one right now, but it seemed like you have a lot of jobs, man, you know. But um I was going to ask you, too, because you had said, yo, it, they said it was going to rain all week. It's not raining. Now I get to work. And I'm like, but, Jay, it's been raining cats and dogs for two days. Like, what do you mean it's not raining out here? You know, shout out to everybody. Hit the like. Hit the share for me. Um, yeah. No. OK. Yeah. Last time you have a two years. Yeah. But it's it's not that not that is. I just feel like you always on to the next thing, bro. That's all. That's all. That's all. If you have multiple jobs at the same time, man. What you doing? Are you like blackout and stuff? Mm hmm. Shout out everybody, man. Everybody who's tuning in. Everybody out there on YouTube. Everybody who's out there in podcast land, man. I didn't realize this, but yo, this podcast gets a lot of burn on the replay on the podcast sites. I did not know that people were consuming it like that. You know what I mean? So shout out to everybody who's listening to the MP3 of this right now. Hopefully making of 90 minutes of your day go by a little better a little smoother um even if you're in here just to say what's up you know just do me that favor man just say what's up in the comments that's always very helpful minimize the video hit the like on the post man that, that stuff is so, it's so weird with facebook and how that all works man if you're on youtube make sure you hit the like youtube definitely likes the likes out there you know what i mean from sipping uh fam sipping kettle one with the splash of water in line <laughs> Listen, I am sipping on uh, Captain and Ginger, actually, with a with a dumbbell-shaped um, ice cube in it. How about that? I didn't even do that on purpose. That just happened like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, had an interesting, um, you know, watching all the replays on the BET Awards. That was a lot of fun, man. Who watched that live, man? How come I never remember when things are on and happening the day of? Like, I'll know and I'll be aware of it leading up. And then the day of or the hour comes that it's supposed to be going. And I'm never, I'm never ready. I'm never ready. I'm never ready. I miss everything. You know? Yo, black. <laughs> peace and blessings, Sam in the building. Let's get activated. Make sure you're tuning in, man. You got to tune in. She's on Thursdays. She's on Facebook and YouTube. Let's get activated. you just throwing a three where the E at for the activated. and uh, But she be having cool guests, man. She's she's uh, affiliated with Cool Rocksky or the Fat Boys and, and that whole movement over there. Uh, Disco Boys, you know what I mean? Um but yeah, Sam got a cool show, man. She's been at it since about the COVID era, you know what I mean? And got on there. She over a hundred episodes now. She's um, you know, she's like a like a manager, agent, you know, babysitter. I'm sure for some of these artists, sometimes it feel like. Uh, but Sam, cool people, man. You and to listen to her have conversation with people from her perspective, I think it's I think it's valuable information to get. So let's get activated every Thursday, 7 p.m. If you haven't checked her out, just check it out. Hit the subscribe on her page, man. You're gonna go back and watch ever. That's okay. We'll take the subscribe. You know what I mean? Her, her and I, um, we right around the 700 mark. So we, you know, we doing our thing out here. And <laughs> yo, I'm telling you, hey, what's going on, Bunky in the building? What's going on, girl? What is going on? Shout out to the Village Network showing up in here. Um, you know, every if I'm gonna mention Bunky and I'm gonna mention Let's Get Activated, you know, I, and I was I was a red boy, 
Rack Boy! Rack Boy! Yo, Rack Boy in the studio with the Rack Boys every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Make sure you're checking them brothers out, man. They, um... They, you know, they, you know, they bougie, you know, they be getting multi-platinum artists and producers on a show, you know, every Wednesday, 7 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube in the studio with the Rec Boys, man, doing their thing. Uh, they are, you know, spreading inspiration just by being who they be, you know, and that's the cool thing, right? That's, that's what it is a lot about the Village Global Network, right? The Village Global Network does have a lot of uh, unique uh, outgoing personalities, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, we got black in the building, man. Hold on one second. Uh, King Blackout looking quite dapper, my friend. How are you? Yo. Yo. I'm back. Nice. I'm here on my show, y'all. What's up? Nice. The show now. The show has begun now. Now it started. What's up? <laughs> chilling, man. Chilling, man. You you look at peachy man. You got the rosy cheeks over here. You sipping on something already? What you doing? Oh man! man. Shout out to our not sponsor, Ciroc VS. Oh, Big I was Bag. right. I was right. You look feel at me. me? You look feel at me? me. Look Listen, at me. after I watched Buster do his thing thing, I was like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I think Buster. I think Pastor Cavassier. I think Diddy. <laughs> I think Diddy. I think Ciroc. I think Ciroc. <laughs> I think Ciroc VS. Okay. So we in the spot with that, right. and uh, an old favorite of mine. We go uh -huh. hit it with the with the watermelon Red Bull. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yo, shout out Big Face in the building. I see you, sir. Um, yeah, he's sharp. Black Abby, so what you what you puffing on? Little black, little black and mom. What you mean, bro? What you what you fancy? What what you fit? Don't 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 do that. <laughs> what you fancy? Though? Are you you fancy a flavored black or you like the original? My name is Blackout, bro. What you mean? So you like the original only? We don't, whatever you want to call it, dog. The smoking, one that don't smoking, taste like cherry or peaches. That's weird. That's weird energy. Who does that? <laughs> right? <laughs> they, those Yo, shout out to my man, Jimmy the Jeweler. Like, listen, Jimmy be getting me right. This is this week's piece. You feel me? We got, yeah. the, we got the clusters. You know what I mean? We got, yeah. the, we, got yeah. the, we got the joint banger right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shout out to Jimmy the Jeweler. Y'all want to yeah. tap in? Listen, bring your budget. You know what I'm saying? Ass of grass. That's all he taking, except you, me. I just refer people, then I get my shit for free. You heard? The, the, the cap in this last 30 seconds of audio is insane. <laughs> holy moly. Hey, be holding me down. Holding you know, me down. I have to try the watermelon Red Bull. She said, listen, um, Black black, um, black, put me on to it. He's, he's brought a couple of concoctions to the crib. That ended up being pretty good. Um, off top, I don't remember him because he's always coming with some off the wall stuff. But like, he's definitely mixed a couple of different fruit juices with this and that, and it, it get good, man. He hasn't really steered us wrong. Um, if you're willing to try, yeah, he did say ass or grass. You know what I'm saying? Grass meaning you know paper, and and the ass meaning you know the JJ. You know. You know. The, 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 you know, you know, you know, Jimmy might have to sponsor word. Let's get Jimmy this can kink. No, hold up. Hold up. What's hold up? up. What's up? Hold up. How how we on the show? Yeah. Two hosts. Right. So two hosts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Two hosts. You got your half. I got my half. Facts. Why my jewelry looks so little <laughs> and you got Jimmy. What? For y'all listening on the replay, I got two yeah. ringy ding gold chains compared to. <laughs> Mr. T over here, you know what I'm saying? 
Looking like Buster Rhymes. You look like Buster Rhymes in the BET Award. Come on, bro. Damn. Now his shit look like a whole fucking arm. <laughs> yeah, hanging from his neck. You heard? It really did, though. We gonna talk yeah. about it. Yeah, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just stick with the five figure chains. That's all I can afford, bro. Wow, look at you, keep it, man. Keep it simple. Keep it you simple. are a special individual. We all love you, um, man. Good stuff. Good energy. So, how was your week, man? You had a good week, man. It's a blessing, man. I'm blessed. Mm -hmm. I woke mm -hmm. up. I'm here. Another Tuesday. Black people time, but I'm here nonetheless. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I had a phenomenal week. And I think mm -hmm. going forward, that's my outlook. I had a phenomenal week. Nice. A lot of people didn't make it through the week. Mm -hmm. One nigga went to go get some uh some burgers, mm -hmm. left the spot with some wings, mm -hmm. went mm -hmm. to heaven. Mm -hmm. That happened. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm blessed and highly favored, man. I'm taking it all in stride. Nice. Well, yeah. what I'll say to that is maybe. I don't know. When you go pick up some burgers, you yeah. don't, you know, yeah. go punching on people. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna jump too deep. Here's what I'm gonna say. Today I heard that the charges got dropped. They did. I was clapping for that. Mm -hmm. But then I also thought about it and I was like, eh, mm -hmm. I feel away. Mm -hmm. Here's why I feel away. I know why you feel away. Go ahead. We could talk about what that man did. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's easy. Fight somebody that's gonna fight you back. Yeah, so that's some lame shit. Separate from it being a woman and you being like 10 years younger than her. Mm -hmm. and, and you know what I mean? Bigger mm -hmm. than her the whole nine yards. You try to get your rocks off and try to be all cool. Mm -hmm. That was corny. So mm -hmm. fight somebody to fight you back. Mm -hmm. But I, I guess I'm conflicted. N not about a murder charge, because I don't think that young man needed to waste away in prison for what was transpiring. Mm-hmm. But you basically had a 14-year-old pick up a firearm and take a life. Mm -hmm. And it's not sitting right with me. Mm. And I feel like, and I feel like that's getting lost in this conversation. Like either he gotta live with that, right? Or it's mm -hmm. going, or it's gonna make his whole circumstance go a different way if it wasn't already headed that way. You know what I'm saying? You don't think that you don't think that's a moment where 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 a human being just got pushed to to a limit, nah. seeing what they're seeing at, at that young of an age. Nah, nah, that's wild. That's wild to see. It, yeah, it is. But like, from from understanding the story and like him trying to keep his mom from taking it further than what he already took it, mm -hmm. um, she put that battery in his back, mm -hmm. and he took somebody's life. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, I ain't gonna talk about nobody business out here on this show, but like right, that's not right. a that's not a simple or easy thing to just do. Right. And how does that affect your, your son going forward? He's 14, y'all. This is not it's not a 30-year-old man. He's he 14. So either he gonna think this is all right, and this is how you handle situations. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or or that's a or that's a proper response. This may be the un uh, what's the word I want? The not popular comment. What I'm about to say, but them other men in the store, mm -hmm. them other niggas I seen in no videos, should have stepped in and beat that man ass. Fact. No, 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 for real. Fact. It shouldn't have came down to her texting her son and saying, "Go get the hammer," and then yelling at him to shoot him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it, it was a, it was a different way that should have been handled than having your 14 year old take a life. I'm not I'm not 
I'm I'm not I'm not criticizing his actions because I seen the video. It wasn't nothing he was gonna do with that grown man either if it came to fisticuffs. Right. But what I'm saying is an ass whooping, and I'm not I'm not justifying it, mm -hmm. is a lot different than taking someone's life. And I saw several men, and I don't know their situation, mm -hmm. watching this transpired. And when the first punch got thrown, That's I it. didn't see none of them niggas jump in right. to handle nothing. They just stood there watching. Right, right, right. That's the part right there. And I, I've said that all the time. And like, how how can it just can't happen around me? That's that's why it just, that stuff. Not, can't not like that. Not nah. the way he did it. <laughs> no, nah, not like that. Not like that. Not like that at all. Because it's so blatant, bro. It's almost like, am I being punked right now? Like, nah, bro. like, relax. Like, no, you know, like, no. Like, I'll take those lumps. I'll, let's go. You know sure. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Let's go. So, like, we could talk about, like, not having sympathy for this man for hitting this woman. Mm -hmm. But at what cost, bro? Mm -hmm. Like, whatever the fuck they was arguing about wasn't worth that man's life. Right. Probably wasn't worth him putting hands on that woman. Right. And definitely not worth a 14-year-old having to take somebody's life. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people think about that in the moment. I'm not, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, that's all I'm saying. Like, I'm, mm -hmm. that's all I'm saying. That, that's a bridge too far. I could see if he pulled out a weapon. Mm -hmm. He was trying, like, he was going to snuff her and lay her down and then probably leave. That's so, that is so foul when you say it like that, too, because that's exactly how I was going to go. You know, that's, that's foul. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I just don't want that to be lost. And I, and I don't want to hear in 10 years that this young man mm -hmm. got extra bodies and that we don't understand where it came from because he just took a life. And was basically told there's no consequence because your mom was getting beat up. So it's okay mm. to shoot somebody in the back. It's okay, and, and not just that. It's okay to, to leave and mm -hmm. continue to fire at this person. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. like after the initial thing happened and the, and the, and the person tried to get away, mm. his mom said, shoot him again. Shoot him. And he kept shooting. Right. The person's right. running away from you. That, that had nothing to do with protecting your mom at that point. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I do. So I know it's going to be unpopular, but we can't forget how these things transpire and they can affect you for the rest of your life. He's 14, y'all. Can 14. Can, I don't know like all the rules and regulations on, on how that how that all works, but like even though he's not getting like charges pressed against him, is there some something or curriculum or you know, department that looks at that and says, okay, this tragic event happened, we have to intervene and provide, you know, services for this. Is there something like that? I'm sure it's going to be like they're going to offer some counseling. Right. Um, like from the state, right? Like the state would be like. That's not going to change what just happened. Right. Like, no, I know that, but I'm just wondering. I know that people die every day. Y'all got to understand, though, like. People not born. For the most part. Mm -hmm. With the with the ability to just take a life. Mm hmm. Like that. Like right. that's not a normal thing to do in somebody else's life. And I just feel like he shouldn't have been put in that situ that position. You know what I'm saying? Like he mm -hmm. didn't have a choice. Right. Because he, he sees what happens to his mom. So he gotta just react. And like now you did that. Now mm -hmm. you now you did that. Right? So like, how does that affect you? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you look at it from a different perspective, like if if and I don't want to harp on this too much, but it is 
the the situation with the kid is what's bothering me most about this. Even with watching the argument play out between the man and the woman, and I'm not once again not saying it's okay. He just said, "Yo, stop talking to me. I'm gonna hit you." Right. What happens if she actually just stops talking to him and disengages and walks away? Mm-hmm. What happens if she if she disengages? You think he chases her? Pro- probably not. He it was probably a pride thing. If if she disengaged and just walked away, probably not. Right. Well, I mean, right. Before he's hitting her, he's telling her, say one more thing. Yeah. He's say like, one... he's saying, leave me alone. Go ahead, yeah. say nothing. And I'm going to hit yeah. you. Just leave me alone. Yeah. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. Stop talking to me. Right. right. So, like, you can look at it as you want. Oh, he put his hands on her, so he deserved to die. That's weird, y'all. Y'all got to look at, like, life Life is life. And you mm-hmm. don't know n- none of those three people, their stories. Mm-hmm. What was going on and what mm-hmm. preceded that. He was wrong and she could be wrong at the same time. Mm-hmm. I don't want this to be whitewashed, like, some heroic shit. This kid took a life. That's not okay. Right. It's not okay. That's the it's point. Not okay. And, and and the thing is, like what what Sam was saying, you know, it's like you do you feel for him because like at this age, so it's so an impressionable age too. At that point, right there, you know, um, what Rock is saying and why I left it on the screen is like I think that that's a different situation. What you're saying, Rock, and I understand that this would kind of touch home a little bit because it's like people putting hands on your mom and like i can't really fathom that so i can only imagine how somebody would want to react with that so i, I understand that but in this situation it's not that that's not no nah, it's not the same like what you did i think you know black and i would do too i think i don't think there's much separating the decisions right there between us three you um, got to take the whole story in the context of what i mean so like this before hands was being thrown Mm-hmm. She had already texted the son, go get the hammer because I'm arguing with somebody. Mm-hmm. So if you watch the video, she's not texting them then. They're already so deep into the conversation and she already has her son on standby. So this is what I'm saying. Like, she had time to disengage from this argument. Mm-hmm. But because she knew she had the thing, she kept going. Like, I'm going to stand my ground. I'm not going to let you back me down. I got my son waiting in the trenches with a gun. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I understand that the man hit her, but also understand what transpired and what happened after that shooting happened with her telling her son now kill his girlfriend because she was laughing at me during the argument. Like, don't you can't you can't look over the whole story because you see a man hitting a woman. Mm-hmm. Clearly, the mother was ready for this and wanted her son to, 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 to crash out. The man is shot up and then she's telling them kill the girlfriend, too. He doesn't want to do it. She tried to take the gun from him and the son stopped her. That's the Mm -hmm. rest of the story. Like she was being super aggressive. That's not, that's not what this is about Rocky. This is about taking accountability as a, as a 36 year old woman. You don't have to engage in an argument for 20 minutes because your son is behind you with a gun that you Mm -hmm. told him to bring. Mm -hmm. You then do have to tell him after the person is off of you to kill Mm -hmm. that man, girlfriend who wasn't being physically aggressive. You then don't go to your son and try to take the gun from him so that you can shoot the girlfriend and make your son fight you off and leave. So if we're going to talk about it, talk about the whole story. I'm I'm okay with that boy not losing his freedom and his life behind this. But what I'm saying is that the mother and how this was being handled was completely fucked up. Mm-hmm. And she did her son a disservice by putting him in a situation to have to do that. You understand what I'm saying? She texted him way before that video started to get the gun and stand behind them because they was arguing. She did not disengage. She didn't. She kept it going. 
way before that, that he pulled out his gun. So that's what I'm that's what I'm saying here. It's not it's not a, it's not like the son was outside with the blicky on him in the in the doorway waiting and they start hopping. They started to fight. They was fighting. She said, go get the gun and stand right there in the doorway and kept at, and kept fighting with him. Like, that's what I have a problem with. <clears throat> she he's a bitch for how he handled it, but she could have disengaged way before it escalated. Yeah, no, and I think with that said, you know, I still agree. I think Black does too. Yeah, there is no reason to actually hit the mom. No, it's not. That's There's no, that, yeah, that's that's the waxy right there. That's a hundred percent. It's it's everything after that part because I do think you know some intervention is appropriate there. You know, what I'm saying I'm sure if her son was able, you know, probably wouldn't even got to that point, right? It would have been it would have been what? the son fighting Why? the guy. You're a parent, dude. So you're, you're telling me that you would knowingly meet get an argument with me. And then tell your sons to be on standby just in case I get the best of you and then kill me and then continue to argue me for 10 minutes until I knock you out or, or we going at it. And then you tell your sons to take a life like you're a parent. You would you would you would engage with me in that way, hoping that your sons going to have your back and take a life at the age that they are. I don't think you would. I don't think you would. And like neither would I want that. Right. So it's not about a man put because it's the story's bigger than that. And if you only focus on that part, I, I, I guess. Great. But that boy shouldn't have been in that situation. He shouldn't have had to take nobody's life. That woman could have disengaged that argument. That man was a bitch for hitting woman in the first place. And it, but having your son go get the hammer in the first place is a mess. That's you, that's you knowingly saying, I'm gonna continue to escalate this. I'm not gonna disengage with this man. I'm gonna continue to argue and dare him to hit me mm. and then make my son make that choice. Y'all don't see what's wrong with that? Because I do. It's um, it's not something that I would like. I know because I don't have kids, but I know you know my my young ones. I would never put them in harm's way like that. You know what I'm saying? Not knowing what the outcome could be, or you know, because totally you don't know. You don't know because you're telling them to do that. How you know that's not gonna turn into a shootout? like facts you have no idea you, have no you know what i'm saying idea. you don't know you know what i'm saying i don't know so that's just it's weird i think it's i think it's weird behavior to put your absolute loved one like the one that you're supposed to be protecting and nurturing you know to put that one in direct harm's way i don't know if i i don't know if i agree with that so much but i understand and why i say when we started this all off like you shouldn't go around hitting people you know what i'm saying because that's still true it's still true, no matter what. You know what I'm saying? That's still true. So, you, so can I be a bully to you, Gabe? Because I know I got the thing on me. No, it's not right. So I should bully. I should bully you mm. and argue with you. Mm -hmm. And if you snuff me, take your life because you made me do it. Because essentially, that's what just happened. Right. Well, there's there's the part of the ultimate disrespect, right? With with a man hitting a woman. There's I that part. It. That but part of not, it. But I'm, I'm keeping it one to one. Should I should I go around beating people because I know I got it on me so I could take your life? I would be pissed if my son didn't defend his mom if someone hit her. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I, I think we're that's in agreement. The argument here, right? Yeah, that's that's not that's not the argument. That's you, not. It's the operation. It, it's she the reckless standby, bro. He didn't come see her getting beat up. She had her son waiting with the gun in the doorway. He was already waiting. 
Like, <laughs> like why are we like that's what I'm talking about? Not that he didn't defend his mom. Why are you fighting and telling your son to stand in the doorway mm-hmm. with the hammer? Right. And he's 14. Why are you doing that? That's the part. That's the that's the part of the whole thing. That's my only thing. Like if she if she got hit and everybody goes crazy and he runs to the door and sees it and runs back and gets the hammer and then comes and gets him. Mm-hmm. I totally get his reaction. Mm-hmm. Not the mom saying, yo, we fighting. Get the hammer. Stand in the doorway. I'm going to keep fighting this nigga, though. <laughs> it's true. It's, what a crazy situation, man. That's nuts. Yeah, that's a crazy situation. That's a hell of a way to start off summer two, 2023, let me tell you. And like I said, listen, bro, in four years, if he don't, if he got more bodies, don't be surprised. Like once you, once you pop that cherry, it's, it's almost like, not, not like a drug, but it's almost like it's easier to swallow that. Mm-hmm. Especially when you go through a situation where everybody's telling you, you did the right thing. You know what I mean? Like, like, oh, you did it. You protected your mom. It's like, it's deeper. Your mom set you up. She had you basically like the lookout. You know what I mean? She put you in a situation where you had to do that. Like, that's not cool. Then she tried to gas you to take another life. Like, yup, this is all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Once again, not victim blaming, but I'm saying the situation is terrible. These two grownups could have handled that way different. Way and different. clearly she could have disengaged if she wanted to. She didn't want to. She wanted to keep arguing because she knew she had it. Like that? Nah, I'm good, bro. Like she knew she had the drop, right? She knew exactly. she had the drop. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And if that was a dude, mm-hmm. like, like, let's say it wasn't his mom. It was his mm-hmm. dad. Mm-hmm. Just switch it. Switch the sex. Yeah. Same concept. Right. Tell my son, go wait in the doorway. I'm going to mm-hmm. argue with this nigga. That nigga snuffed me. Then you mm-hmm. pull out the blicky and kill him. Yeah. Is that is that any different because the sex changed? Nope. But you'd, you'd view it differently. You wouldn't be like, oh, he's protecting his dad. You'd be like, no, that's a grown-ass man. That's, <laughs> you can't have it both ways, bro. Yeah. You can't. No, no I know. I know. It is, it is so, like, I feel I feel for Rock because it, it's such one of the, I'm such a mama's boy, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mom is everything for me. And, like, it's hard. It's hard for me to think about that. You know what I mean? Like I get, I get a little like you know, my heart rate goes up. You know, what I'm saying I'm ready. Like I'm saying, I'm right there, gay. I'm right there with you. You know, so that that's, like, like that's I would have been on his ass, but that's why I said like, but everything was, in that situation was wrong. And even if if that happened mm-hmm. after the initial punch, he like took five more seconds to do it again. Mm-hmm. If any one of the men would have stepped in and got it shaken, that boy wouldn't have fired a shot because right. it was it was too small. He wouldn't right. have had a clear shot. It would right. it would have went down to what you thought way. it would have went down. Correct. She's not People a fit mother. That. She's not a fit mother. No, that was not good parenting right there. That's hundred percent. That's Angie's sentiment on that. Um, she would never want you to do that, right? My mom, my mom. Yo, what up, monsters in the building? I just seen that. What's going on, good sir? You haven't heard about this story? What? Yeah. yeah. Listen, no, man. I. This was a whole thing, man. I I actually have it. Like that's my first thing on my list to talk about today. Was that so? Um, yeah, I, I, man. I went I went to war, bro, and it took years to have a good night's sleep. And mm. these people was trying to kill me. Mm. Like it's not it's not easy, or it shouldn't be easy. Or I'm, I guess I'm I'm not a savage, right? Mm. Just taking a life. I'm not a savage, mm-hmm. and like and like sleep don't come easy. I don't care right. how good you feel about what you've done, right? Um, I wish that boy a lot of, um, you know, just, um, what do you say? Uh, the ability to cope, 
you know what I mean? You, you, you wish him a good, um, healthy mental, you know, recovery from this where Maybe you know, he got he, more sense than his mom. If he got to fight the mom off with the gun and not kill the girlfriend, like he got more sense than the grown woman. Like how are we not, how, how are you championing this shit? Yeah. You just got it. I just hope that he, he's able to mature and actually move on and have a, a decent life, man. For real, so for real. You know, that's what I hope for him. Um, speaking of people wanting to take people out, man, listen, hip hop gets crazy sometimes. And yo, Jim Jones ain't leaving it alone, man. He wants something from Pusha T, man. Why, why, why Jim Jones going at Pusha so hard? I mean, hard. Replying, putting out double snippets, calling the Joe Button show. Getting crazy on the Joe Button show, you know, talking about Malice and him some more. Um, push it, see. Do you like, do you, do you, do you put them in the same? Where do you put them, you know, category wise, lyrically? Where do you, do you put them in the same hemisphere? You, you put them right next to each other. Where you got them in your, in your setup? What's the question, bro? I'm sorry. I want to know. Where you put where you rank uh Jim Jones and Pusha T at lyrically. Um is it like A, B, C tier? Do you think like have you ever looked to them for inspiration for their writings? Do you ever get amped off of something they wrote? Of course. Okay. They both had songs that made you go, you know what I mean, to paint. Sure. Sure. So, I don't know. This, I this argument between two two grown men pushing fifty don't it don't move me. <laughs> Maybe it does other people, but like I look at this and I'm like, this is goofy. Mm. They and I'm not even being. They both damn near fifty. So like, how should I take this? Um, I think I think it does show that the old uh, competitive spirit of hip hop sometimes just will never go away completely. And there's always going to be one person that's going to be like, nah, you ain't it. And I'm it. And like, let's I got go. You. If you that's know? your point of view, then it's like, yeah, it's, it's dope that um people can be competitive on wax. Makes Jim Jones relevant. <laughs> but that's what I'm about to say. Like, who who cares? <laughs> I definitely understand. I personally wouldn't want to. Okay. That's a great point, Sam. I don't want to rehash that, but I wish I saw that earlier. Great point. That's I like to hear that from you because, you know, you being a mom and all that, that's, that means a lot right there. Um, great evening, Tiffany. How are you? Thank you and welcome to the show. We love that out here. Shout out to Wapta Music, Culture Shock Radio, Cuzzo FM, and the Tattoo Shop Radio, all powered by Zeno.fm. It's the What We Talking About podcast. Every we talking Tuesday. about the war show? What's up? What show? Oh, yeah, let's talk about it. We leading into that right now. Oh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead, host. So so leading into that, um, the pre-show for the BET Awards had an interesting little uh, ceremony and an award where they um, identified, in their opinion, the greatest rap crew of all time, and they chose the Death Row camp over the Wu-Tang Clan. How does that rank in your mind? Is is that a no-brainer for you? Is that an easy one? Or does that not sit right with you that Death Row would beat out Wu-Tang Clan for greatest rap crew of all time? 
What are you thinking? Because all right, I'll do you one better. Uh-huh. Um, who are these artists in Death Row that we're talking about? Because I'm assuming we're comparing them around the same point in time, not saying like the artist who was there for like 20, 12, 12 days, 10 years after the beef was over. So I think we're talking about like Death Row in his prime and Wu Tang in his prime, right? That's who they're comparing. Well, they 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 had for Death Row, they had Tupac, okay. Dr. Dre, okay, um, and Snoop were their were their three big ones that okay. they were they were claiming. So that's the best group of that's the best group of all time is Tupac, Snoop Dogg, and the producer Dr. Dre. Right. That's well, the, the artist greatest too. group of all time. Let me stop. Don't forget, he got two got classic know. albums. You know? Got it. Let's stop. Yeah. So that's that's the group versus the fucking Wu Tang. <laughs> that's that's Are what I say. <laughs> but... Are you serious? <laughs> hey, Snoop um, holds a lot of weight in these streets. What's going on? Ice no. the God in the building. It's been a minute, brother. What's goody? I'm I'm sorry, bro. If mm-hmm. if you put Snoop and Wu Tang, just as far as being a rapper, mm-hmm. where he is he on the list? Twelfth. 13th are you mm-hmm. are you fucking kidding me <laughs> if you put snoop i don't know on rough riders where does he rank as a rapper last mm-hmm. if you put snoop on cash money records uh-huh. where does he rank as a rapper not as making hits personality i just mean like literally bars where does he rank last close How, to it okay so you're basically saying wu-tang is 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 lesser than Tupac. The entire Wu-Tang is lesser than Tupac and Dr. Dre's Chronic album. That's and, what you're saying to me. And 2000. 2001, I mean. Yo, I, listen. I got a better one. How what? do you feel about it? Does it make sense to you? Because it made no sense to me. I, it, like, if you're saying rap crew, like, and when when you say that to me, like, I do think of, like, a gang of people. I'm not just thinking, right. like, Das Effects or, like, Tribe Called Quest. I'm thinking, like, a mob of people, like, the Hit Squad. You know what I'm saying? Like, a mob of people. And one of the first ones that always comes to mind is going to be Wu-Tang, just because they, how they, they rush the scene. I mean, because for me, it's like, you know, like um, for for especially for New York heads, you know, boot camp click holds a lot of weight in that regard. Like being a big crew that had a bunch of dope artists in it. You know what I mean? But like they just never had the commercial success that you know some Wu Tang members had. You know what I mean? So they weren't ever really brought to the forefront like that. Um, so for me, Wu Tang does rank as the greatest rap crew of all time. And I, I did think it was weird that you would put together that collective of people and then call that a, a crew versus like, cause then wouldn't it be more like then like death row versus bad boy then? Okay. You know, something like that. For. This yeah. is why I told ice to hold his thought. Uh-huh. I, I actually was thinking about this last night. Mm-hmm. Funny enough. Mm-hmm. I think that there are labels that move like groups. Mm-hmm. And then there are labels who are labels, even if mm-hmm. they move like gangs and there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I would never call Death Row a group because mm-hmm. they didn't move like a group. They moved like a label. Mm. I mean, they hung out and shit, but like they moved like a label. Mm-hmm. R- Rough Riders put out four albums like as a collective. Mm-hmm. Just like the Wu put out multiple albums as, as a collective, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like I would consider those groups, even though mm-hmm. they're labels. Like, fair enough? Yeah. So like... um. I don't consider Murder Inc. a group. 
Mm. They move like a gang, but they're not a group. Right, right. But I would consider state property like a group because they move like a group. They move like a group. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, like, I do think that there's this line where there are labels who operate like groups. And, I, and when we started talking, when we start talking about our top 25 groups of all time, mm-hmm. I wanted to make a distinction between the two because there are labels who are very much groups. Mm-hmm. And then there are labels who are just labels, even if they move like some on, on some thug shit. Death Row was never like a group who put out five compilation albums. That just didn't happen. They were just a label who walked around with Suge. But Bad Boy moved like a group in the 90s. Mm-hmm. They put out albums like a group. I think Wu-Tang should have got that myself. If that's, I, the, if, if that's the comparison, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Sam on that one. Um, Ice, man, nice to see you, brother. Nice. Thanks for tuning in. I know you're busy. I know you're going big time. I know the energy's in the building. Um, one of these days we'll get together, man, to say what up and see you in person one time. Um, so that man, was the trash free show. So Can we talk was, about this show? Yeah. yeah. Bro, I ain't gave a fuck about the BET Awards in five years. Mm-hmm. Sam, so Sam don't fuck with it at all. Facts. Mm-hmm. I, I was so proud watching this show. Mm-hmm. Like dead ass. Mm-hmm. I was so proud. You know how your grandma said she put a foot in that shit? Uh-huh. She's cooking? Put mm-hmm. my foot all up in it? Mm-hmm. They fucked this show up. They they did work. I was, no, bro, I was, I was pleased. Mm-hmm. It, it, it touched all facets. It paid homage. Mm-hmm. It gave a nice blend of old and new, and they kept mixing them together. It wasn't mm-hmm. like this separate thing where mm-hmm. it was like the old headset, the young headset, the West Coast. They just kept mashing the shit together, and it was fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I literally was in the couch like, yo, this is some deep shit. Like, I shed a fucking tear. <laughs> how, how, no, for real, bro. Like, it was touching, like, to watch mm-hmm. hip-hop mm-hmm. celebrate it in that way with that thought put into it. Mm-hmm. That is the best BET Awards I've seen in a long time. Awards be damned, because who gave a fuck? Mm-hmm. It was literally like a three-hour party, bro. Yeah, it was. It, um, I forgot it was on, <laughs> and I ended up watching like replays and then watched all like the performances. And I was kind of checking out who won the awards and stuff. And just from like the way I was watching it, the the performances were so like. They were good. There was. There was like nostalgia in each performance for everybody. So like somebody like me who's watching, I knew at least one or two of the performers for every portion of the show. So that was pretty cool. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, I'm, I'm more a little bit more familiar with some of the younger people, too, and stuff. So it was cool to see that. Um, I enjoyed it. I think that they, they did a good job with that. I think that, um, you know, it's just so shitty, though, how many people are lip syncing out here but it was so refreshing to see the ones that weren't and and i was always saying to myself like see you know like that's how it's done and then they go to like another act and they're lip syncing so like i found that a little comical during the show but um yeah really well done i thought the bust of rhymes um you know acceptance award was pretty cool i thought that was a, a a great um you know conversation he was trying to have with the people it kind of put things in perspective from you know everybody's point of view because like i like how he was trying to be like inclusive he wasn't really trying to you know add to the division of the old and new you know trying to make it just hip-hop not old hip-hop or old school or boom bat versus new and drill and all that i thought that was dope um yeah man because like his points i understood 
mm-hmm. but it was hard watching him try to get his points out without sounding crazy. You know what <laughs> I mean? I like I wish he just had somebody to give him the talking points and like not try to not try to riff. Everybody ain't good at riffing. I thought he was like the message was getting lost a little bit, like trying to compare it to like how he was selling weed and being in the studio and passing blunts around and shit and mm-hmm. yada yada. Mm-hmm. It took too long to get to the point. You know what I mean? It was a little yeah. cringy, like why are you getting indicted on the national TV? Mm-hmm. But what I will say is that show went hard, bro. Yeah. Uh, up until Ice Spice showed up. <laughs> Why you hate her so much? <laughs> it's not about hate, bro. Listen, I, I know you said you didn't watch the show. Anybody that watched the show know just how much energy that show had. Mm-hmm. And then she got on stage and the first song she did was In Her Mood. Mm-hmm. And the whole mood went through the floor. I mean, the crowd was silent. It was embarrassing. There was no show. It was literally point at the camera, twerk for five seconds. Point at the camera, twerk for five seconds. I'm not, a, but Gabe, I'm not exaggerating. That's the I whole saw performance. It. Then it. she pointed at the camera, that she would twerk for five seconds, and it was like, "This is fucking horrible." Get she did a girl. lot of standing around too, bro. This is every time I see her. This is what she does, and I don't want to hear the shit about she need practice and coaching and training because she do. Mm-hmm. But how about taking somebody who's just naturally talented and pushing them instead mm-hmm. of trying to force feed me ice spice? Who ain't got it? She don't make the songs. She don't fucking dance. She can't actually sing. She don't write. Right? What did? What does she besides the face to look at? This is what's killing me about the culture. We continue to put people on, especially this this whole female movement, because of what their fucking bodies look like. It's yeah. horrible when there's yeah. motherfuckers that's super talented who get overshadowed. Once again, how many chicks could I've seen? Uh, on that stage, mm-hmm. wh- when we gonna ever get a Snow the product on a BT stage? As an example, can I get Snow the mm-hmm. product? Because right. she can rap and Ice Spice can't. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. It sounds like it's Ice Spice hate, but it's not. This is for all of them mm-hmm. who just got on because they look attractive. Mm-hmm. I thought it was about the talent. What about if Lotto? You think her face can sell records? Mm-hmm. Then go do what A&Rs used to do and develop her for a year. Mm-hmm. Teach her how to write, teach her how to dance, teach her breath control. Because you know, it's not like you thought I was feeling you. <laughs> that nigga's a munch. Nigga's an ED. I do what I want. Like, that nigga's a munch. Like, come, that's not, bro. If you paying money to see that, you're a bozo. So, like, I don't want to beat the girl down because she you is did young. already. What do you mean? I know, but I just, <laughs> I, I'm all about the female movement. Females is coming harder than niggas half the time nowadays. But there's so many talented women who don't get the looks that these chicks is getting because of their faces. It's stupid to me. <laughs> Gabe, am I wrong? No, it's like imagine it, the NBA being a bunch of light skinned niggas with their eyebrows done who couldn't hoop. No. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah, no, I I'm know. I'm 6'2 and I'm light skinned and my eyebrows is arched, but I can't hit a three. <laughs> <laughs> The fuck is that? I look like a ball player, but I can't dribble. The fuck is that? So LeBron going to shoot for me. Seth Curry going to shoot for me. I'm just going to be in the court doing that niggas a munch. Like, like, I'm going to be split star in my own career, though. You know, it's it's um we've become a way more visual world indeed in recent times. But, you know, this is nothing new. This has been going on forever. But has a gay because it used to be gatekeepers and like you could be the ugliest month. Like Craig Mack was butt ass ugly. 
Mm-hmm. But flavor in your ear go hard. Like, this yeah. is what Biggie was talking about. Like, I'm the fattest, blackest nigga of all time. But I can rap rap. And it didn't really matter what your face looked like. And I right. get that there's a business to this. Mm-hmm. But for the labels, it shouldn't fucking matter because you don't make money off of the music. You make money touring. And people going to connect with you as a person and give you the bread that you make off of touring. So, like, the, the need to force feed artists and just mm-hmm. keep putting them in your face mm-hmm. to, to make you think that they nice mm-hmm. is crazy. Basically, you could take anybody. They could take anybody on the planet. You light skin, you tall, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You got long hair. And I'm gonna just let the talent people sit in the back of the booth, make you songs, and then put you in the front every week. And if that song don't go hard, I'm gonna give you another record. 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 I'm gonna put you in fucking skims. You know what I mean? I'm gonna keep putting you on shows and have you on stages and let you headline. And I'm not gonna teach you how to dance. You're just gonna stand there and go. That nigga's a munch. <laughs> like, that's what, to me, Gabe, that's what was embarrassing. And here's the contrast. When she stopped, and 20 minutes later, I saw Coyle Ray come on stage. Did you see Coyle Ray? Mm-hmm. I said, look at the fucking difference. I know, it was big difference. Coyle Ray came out there, and I was a big critic of her first song because I thought it was horrible. Uh-huh. That girl is practicing. She's getting better. She's yeah. learning stage presence. She's dancing and doing routines. She's fucking got choreography with her actual background dancers. Like, everything is there. She is growing into what she wants to be. Mm -hmm. And that's somebody who started because her daddy and the connections she had, and she's taking advantage of the opportunity and getting better at the craft. Yeah. And then I watch Ice Spice, who just keeps getting features because Nicki Minaj's manager is her manager. Mm -hmm. That's facts. And that's why she keeps getting force-fed on us. I I think... um... I think the development of Lotto is going well too. Lotto's a beast. You know. Absolutely. I think, yeah, I think I think that's going really well for her. Now, now in the comments, tell me if I'm wrong. How you feel about what I'm saying? Do, do I sound like a hater or am I making sense? Now Sam says you're speaking for her. <laughs> She's, you're speaking for Sam tonight. She's feeling your commentary. Um, what's going on? We got Mr. Catch Rack himself in the building. And of course, my man Monster's in the building. Mons, I had mentioned that before. Um, Ice Spice could have done her hair and makeup in Busta Rhymes chain last that night, bro. Holy moly, that chain was monstrous. Um, yeah, man, no, they they agree with you, man, what you're saying. And it, because it's true, you know, it's just um, <clears throat> if you are a fan of music, you want to see people doing it and taking it seriously, getting in a position because they actually have a talent and they're like, you know, special in some way, you know, it's like even even me, like going back to when Eminem's fourth album came out, um, I was so disappointed with him and I felt like he just slapped me in my face. And it was because he literally didn't give a shit about what he was saying on that album. He had he just he was just putting words, recording words to a beat. That's all he was doing. I was so offended by that you know and so that's what's happening now is like the people who care about music are seeing these acts come out who are just half-assing it just using their their body really because i mean look wise i mean these girls kind of scary in the face i ain't gonna hold you man a lot of makeup on them faces you know what i'm saying you you know what i'm saying yeah so like they really just selling the body you know what I'm saying? And and the willingness to show it. That's really what's being sold right there. So it's like, yeah, I, I get why it's annoying. I can see why somebody like Sam gets behind someone um, coming with that perspective that you have tonight. Because it, it's annoying to, to the real women out there. It's annoying to them. And especially ones that 
are managing female artists that actually could rap and do their thing or they could sing or they can put together music they could dance they have a stage show the whole nine and they getting no burn no shine yet this chick is out here on the award show stinking it up you know what i mean but she did have the worst performance in the night i will say it was very boring if it wasn't if it wasn't horrible, it was just a boring performance. Like I was trash, bro. You, you know, that. she was standing around a lot, though, bro. I, I didn't even see a lot of twerking. Like if I would have been watching her ass the whole time, I might have had a different idea about the really performance. though. Like, cause you ain't over that already. Like this is like okay. I'm saying I did did it wasn't there. Is my point? Yeah, she did a lot of standing around and pointing at the, the did, camera. Did you bro. see Summer Jam? Because that was her show. Yeah. The oh yeah I, yeah the Summer it was Jam the same was, show. Yeah. Point twerk. Point twerk. <laughs> Like yo, it, like yo, niggas is really well, like on like I'm gonna make I'm gonna just continue to put bread in your hands because you keep showing me your your ass cheeks. Mm. Like I'm gonna just that's what the culture means to me. Like I'm gonna let you rape the culture because I want to have sex with you. Yeah, no, like I hear like you. Gabe, bro. <laughs> I don't know, dog. Like when I watched it, when I watched the, the hip hop. So uh, I'm sorry, when I watched the award show and I told you how, how proud I felt watching it because I uh, thought they gave a fuck. Uh, and I knew that Ice Spice was going to show up because they keep forcing, fucking force feeding the run on humanity. Yeah. Just watch the show. And like I said, if, if you watch nothing else, that contrast between her and Coyle Ray is literally my point. That's my point. Like a hundred thousand fucking percent. Mm -hmm. That was my point. That's my point. Mm -hmm. You just see the difference. Mm -hmm. And they're the same age. Mm-hmm. And when Corey first jumped on the scene, she wasn't doing none of that. And in two years, she's working. And you can see it. As opposed mm -hmm. to just being put in position after position after position after position after position because you twerk. Right. Men, y'all got to do better. Like, y'all <laughs> got to do better. Because y'all make that a viable career path. And they wonder why you can't get on. Listen. You don't listen. I know, I know, I know. Sunday night, it, it gave it gave out some good vibes, and it and it was it was a feel good. It was a celebration of hip hop. It was it was actually uh, very nice to see. And I, I thought I thought the performances were thought out and, and executed at a high level. Right. Um, I did sit back, and as I'm kind of peeping the whole thing, like the the people who weren't there. Where it, it was interesting to me, you know, like no Jay, no Nas, no Wayne. Like, why, where, they why are they not there though? That was a um, I felt like that was one of them ones that they would want to be a part of because so many others were involved. I mean, they had Sugar Hill Gang there, you know what I'm saying? Like, Sugar Hill Gang ain't got nothing else to do but be there, so like, it's not the same, you know. I, I don't know. I just, I okay, think Drake wasn't there, we're not gonna kill Drake. I know I, I wrote Drake down too. Drake's another one. Like, like where where were the big like our biggest names? You know how come they weren't there? Is it because because they are biggest names? And BET don't deserve that yet. Like that, that show was really good, but they had like mad shows in the road that was dirt. And mm -hmm. I think that's what happens, right? Like, sure, would have been nice to see Jay come on and do Hard Night Life for mm -hmm. the 50th anniversary. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Nas to come on and do Nas is like, mm -hmm. like absolutely. Um, am I surprised it wasn't there? Nope. Because mm. the cachet was award. Like I, I ain't watched that show in five years, bro. Like I catch snippets and it's all it's horrible. I know. I, I just feel like they they really planned this one out well, and, and it, it it's crazy that the, they weren't a part of it. You know. So yeah, I don't know. 
it, it is what it is, you know. Gay, talking about celebrations, uh-huh. I asked you a question a couple weeks ago on this show. Uh-huh. And I said, Gabriel Rivera. Yes, sir. Which 50th anniversary hip hop show would you be attending? I'm going to go to Rock the Bells. <laughs> I'm going to Rock the Bells. Oh, really? The Bell. Yeah, De La Soul. Uh, so you going? De La I'm Soul? In there. I'm in oh, there. All right. I'm in there. All right. Going to Long Island. Got you. You have fun there. Long Island. You going to be in the Bronx? You know where the fuck I'm going to be at, bro. Where you going to be at, though? Be at Rock the Bells. What are you talking That's about? Crazy. What you mean? Y'all hear the y'all hear the cap? Y'all hear the cap? All right. You got it. You got it, sir. Can't be giving up my location. Yo, I do like, don't you have a feeling? And I hope I don't want to set myself up for disappointment, but don't you kind of got a feeling that there's gonna be some really special like surprise appearances at this show? I do. Right? I do. I hope so. It has I, I hope air. That, um one of them ain't ice spice. Please don't bring her out. <laughs> Please don't bring her the fuck out. They're going to bring Young M.A. out. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm hoping for that. I'm trying to just be happy with the card the way it's set up. But I, I am expecting like a, a, a some sort of surprise of some sort. You know. Bro, I ain't seen Eve in like 10 years. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, whole Rough Riders thing on stage. That would be crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be nuts. Yeah, it's going to be dope. Yeah, man, get out to one of those. Get get out to either Rock the Bells. That's, um, is that an MSG 915? That's that one. And then um, the other one in the Bronx is 811. That's the actual birthday of hip-hop, right? 811, that's why they're doing it that I be- day? I believe so, but there's several going on, too. There's there's like three or four of them going on mm, around the same yeah. time frame. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it is eight eleven though. I think that's the actual birthday. Correct me if I'm wrong. Where big veg at? He know. Sam no. Sam is eight eleven right for hip hop. What else, man? The um that was that was dope though. Uh, shout out to BET for doing a thing. Maybe they could continue to be better. That's uh all Tyler Perry now, right? That's his whole gig now. No, no that was a hoax. He didn't buy it, and he actually said that they asking too much. Really? So he don't even have an offering yet because apparently they want three billion. Uh, and first of all, I don't want to get into it. Fuck this. Uh, uh, it ain't even his. It ain't. It ain't Tyler Perry's money. He's part of a group. A group. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. he's and he's putting in like a hundred million, and mm. and they're they're asking for three billion. So how much would he actually own? Five right, percent? Right. Like right. nothing. So right. 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 Yeah. Black man. I was thinking about uh, some. Like, and I was just thinking about the top 50 and like different people to put on there and, and like who, who are other, some, you know, good conversations to have around that. And, um, and I started just doing some searches and I was, you know, just looking at, at a superficial level, just like, you know, successful artists. And I started looking at, well, you know, who, who are the rap artists over time that have had multiple, multiple platinum selling albums? right like two or more selling albums in their in their discography and there's you know there's not a lot you know what i mean and we actually have some good trivia around who leads that list and all that um but future was on there with three yeah and i was like and 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 the reason why he stuck out to me is because he was one i think he was either the only one or one of two out of the whole list i was looking at 
that we haven't talked about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, future. What's your thoughts when I bring up future? Are we doing a list? I'm just asking you in regards to that top 50. Would he, does he, does oh, he are get we doing a list? Are we doing a list? Yeah, I mean, it's 8 o'clock, man. You know what time yeah. it is. It is time yeah. to get to the top 50. Come on, man. Yo, shout out to Wapton Music, Culture Shock Radio, Cuzzo FM, and the Tattoo Shop Radio, all powered by Zeno. Yo, is it is it random over there? Uh, I don't know. My windows are blacked out uh, over here. Shout out to the, crazy right now. Yeah. Uh, shout out to um, the sponsors. You know how the sponsors go, man. It's House of Barbers. Shout out to Sal doing his thing out there. Um, still looking him up on um, Instagram. The other thing is, you know, all creep all them concrete placement needs. That's Ernie Carrillo and, and company over there. Make sure you're checking them out. The good people at House of Barbers and All Creek. Um, let's do this. Let's do this. Hey. All right. Let's let's get this up here. All right. We got this up here. I was playing with this a little bit, as you can see. I see. So, I like it. like it. All right. Cleaning so, it up. Yeah. Cleaned it up a little bit. So, here we got across the bottom, you know, we're doing 10 entries only. So this red line right here, this, this is the 10th entry across the bottom, if you all can't read that. All right. So you know, like, how close we are getting to the end of filling up that tier. You know what I'm saying? We got nine here, seven, four, three, and three. Um, yeah. Let's talk about it. So last week, did you mention somebody? Did we, did we have to talk about somebody? Did we leave somebody off the list because we ran out of time? We talked about fabulous, was it? We talked about fab. Mm-hmm. Let's see, where is he at on the list right now? I don't see him, and you where, definitely wrote him in. Yeah, where do we put him? I don't remember, dog, because you keep doing this. <laughs> now he was in there. This is the whole he, he was. So where'd he go? Well, let me just save this real quick. Uh, this crazy. Yo, Gabe keep me- Gabe can't be the list keeper. He keep messing up the list, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let's see. Is it this one? Oh, wait, there it goes. So we had him in tier three. So I'll go put him over here in tier three. All right, so you found the list? Yeah, I just, I left this part. F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S. All right, so that's it right there. You see that? All right. So, we talked about Fab. Did were we go on Midwest? Did we were we going to talk about Common? Is that where we were going with this conversation today? I think, I think you brought up Common. I think I laughed. <laughs> that sound about right, baby. Hold up, how did Fat Joe get in tier four? See, what shenanigans? No, he, was, he was always in tier four. I didn't. Nah, that. I'm looking yeah. at it right here. Ja was under Puff. So where did Fat Joe get in between those two? No, that, that's just because I transposed those when I was fixing up the list. But Fat Joe was under Ja Rule. They just got flipped around. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Trust me. Um, I don't trust you, dog. Trust me. Trust me. You know, you know who would be interesting to talk about is last night or Sunday night's winner of the Lifetime Achievement Award. Where does a Buster Rhymes? Are you jumping all over the place? Is we doing Buster Rhymes? Is we doing Future? You are the host, man. Why are you all over the place right now? Is we doing Buster Rhymes? We doing Future? Don't you ever call me out like that again (laughs) on the air. Kill you. 
listen. <laughs> Angie, get this I, man a ginger and captain. <laughs> listen, another one. That's the problem. Listen. All right. So listen. What's it's up? true though. My original question to you is correct. Future. Does future about- belong in the conversation of hip hop artists? I feel like he's a different he breed. No, he does. Tell me why he does. Seriously? Make the argument for yeah for future. Is like he a rap? See, I think he's like more like a singer. No, he a rapper. He a rapper. Rap rapper. Yeah, he a rap rapper. Just because he got auto tune in his voice, he a rapper. So does Lil Wayne. Is Lil Wayne not a rapper because he auto tunes everything? I guess. Yeah, he, he does auto. So future is on this list. Future has sold a lot, man. A whole lot. He's done a lot of selling. He's done, and he's in com- like commercials. Like he, his music ends up in commercials. He ends up in commercials. <laughs> he, he's taking his persona uh, to a, a a decent height here. He he's uh, sure. he's you know he reps Florida pretty hardcore. You know, um, I think the first thing that sticks out about Future to me is that he's been around eleven years. Mm-hmm. It don't seem like it. And he popped and, out really in Ernst like 2011, 2012. Yeah. Yeah. He's um he's an interesting one because he has a lot of like commercial appeal, like just off rip somehow. I don't know how, but maybe it's the auto-tune, maybe it's the sure. the, the content of the music where he's coming from. Because he, he was he was he was T Pain. He mm-hmm. was next. Mm-hmm. Like Wayne was using it, but Wayne was still rapping. Mm-hmm. Future was like the next person to really like. That is my sound. The the only future records without autotune is like his first project. Mm-hmm. Like literally everything else has then has been this sound. He like mm-hmm. found that sound and just ran with it. Are, are, are you? I personally wouldn't know his discography well enough to say he has a classic in there. Does he have a classic album? I'm not the right person to ask. Right. Because not because I'm not tapped in, but because. Mm-hmm. I don't think the man made good albums, mm-hmm. but like every album, he got three or four joints that's just they go nuts, right. and then like a bunch of filler. Like every time, like I just I don't think he has a good album. I don't think he has a single good album. Mm-hmm. But I think people disagree with me because they pick out the three songs they like and just say that the album's hard. Because those three songs probably really triple platinum, right. right? But he you does know. every album. He got two or three. Every inches. album that have a few missiles is impressive. Yeah. Yeah, he do. Every album he, is like that. Yeah, that's that's that appeal that he has, man. It he is very interesting for me. I I do recognize his success in the in the industry. Um, he like you say eleven years to me that it's like it's not like it's like he's been around forever. He's been around for eleven years, but like um, to for some of our listeners, maybe that's half their life. So that he's been sure. around forever. You know what I'm saying? But like for me personally it's like a little, a little not a blip on a radar like i feel like he's been around you know a decade sounds about right um you know I he's 40 yeah like, i'm here young dude i don't know where to put him man like I, I like i know he's successful i don't know what his impact is he don't have no classic albums his i ain't trying to rap huge. like him you know what i'm saying nah, like his impact in this generation is huge bro talk about it man talk about like it, little little uzi vert calls himself baby pluto and they did an album with him because Future was his inspiration. Like okay. his, imp- I, I get it from your perspective. Not no- Future's impact is huge. Mm-hmm. Everybody 25, 26 and under mm-hmm. talk about Future. They rap mm-hmm. like Future. Like that's, once again, Little Uzi Vert is I'm BB Pluto. Because, you know, Future's yeah. nickname is Pluto. I'm yeah. BB Pluto. 
Future. I'm baby Future. Like, it, he, that's it's crazy. He uh, he definitely, I mean, like, I'm fully aware of Future, right? Like, being in the industry that I'm in on the side here in entertainment and, and doing weddings and parties and all that, you know, the Future joints go hard, man. People, like, they request them all the time. They want, like, if it's going, you'll hear some, at least one person, one chick's going to walk over and request some Future song. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, so, like, I, I'm aware of him. But, like, all right, let me just do some of these joints because these mm-hmm. are just like to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Tony Montana, which is probably his first foray. That shit with him and Drake. Tony Montana. That mm-hmm. shit hard, mm-hmm. right? Same damn time. You remember that record, right? Mm-hmm. I would Gucci. I would Bally at the same damn time. That's like the the only, the last time I remember him not using autotune. Mm-hmm. Like he was mm-hmm. just rapping. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Karate chop with Lil Wayne. Move that joke with Pharrell and Pusha T. Fire. Fuck up some commas. Fire. March Madness. Jump man with Drake, like come on, jump man is so crazy. Mm-hmm. Jump man is so crazy. Used to this, uh, mask off, like everybody mask off, mm-hmm. mask. That shit went number two on all the charts. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go through some more. Hold up. He was with up. Migos on that one. Uh, no, it's just him. That's it. Oh, uh, he did Fine Channa, Hunted Shooters. We all know about Life Is Good, which went number one on the planet. Him and Drake. Mm-hmm. Working on the weekend, like you know, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. The man got song, bro. He got he got so many songs. Eminem, uh, hold that heat, wait for you, love you better. Like, bro, future got hits, dog. He got he got a lot of hits. He got a lot of hits, and his features, he's on everybody. Like, nah, a lot future, of features. Features all of- over this list. Mm-hmm. Feature, uh, he has he has a lot of dope features. He's he on should, everybody, he, every rapper that comes out, he's he has a he has a song on the album. Am I wrong? Every rapper that dropped features on one of the songs, every he, album, and like every tenth one is like a banger banger. <laughs> like you know, he's like he um he I feel like he has some features that go pretty hard. Um, interesting for me, for me like. I, I'm aware of him, like I say. I don't know where to put him on this list. It's going to be, for me, I'm already in like the four or five range because I don't understand you're, you're bugging. how he would be in three. When I look he's at three, three. He's in three. When I look at three, to put him in the same hemisphere as DMX, Yeezy, I mean, Jeezy, um, and uh, 50, like that's kind of crazy to me. Does he belong there? Yeah. I mean, he should be. You're with big the on impact. Guys. You're big on impact, though, right? Like, th- like you. I am. Fifty Cent is tier three because you're saying his impact was just that big. Mm-hmm. Future's another one of those mixtape monsters where the man's mixtapes are like albums. Mm-hmm. Like he's mm-hmm. known for that. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, Good point. When I talk about the whole generation of 26 and under, mm-hmm. when I talk about Yeet and Wayne and Melly mm-hmm. and, and, and Uzi and them saying that. We we look up to future, mm-hmm. like that is not a small thing in a generation that was Drake in them, like that's the same time, and mm-hmm. they're not saying Drake, they saying future. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So like, nah, bro, impact on this. Even if you not tune in with with the younger younger generation, mm-hmm. those I don't want to say kids, but those young men, mm-hmm. future is a LeBron. Okay. His impact is huge, dog. 
So he he got sales, he got impact, he got no classic albums. He don't got a, I don't I don't think he has a classic album, but I could be wrong, and I'm okay with saying that. I, yeah, no, I could. I, I mean, like I say, I say I don't know enough to know, but I don't. I've never heard anybody talk about oh this joint by Future. You got to hear this. Like nobody's ever said I, that. I to agree. Me. Nobody from our generation is saying that. You know, what I'm but saying? if you turn on the radio, he there. No, oh, yeah, he's there. He's and there. he's literally on everybody who drops album. His there hasn't been a hip hop album that's come out that he don't got a feature on. His commercial success is undeniable and literal commercial, like commercial, like marketing. <laughs> like, like he's out there with like, I don't know. His music just ends up in commercials. Like it's, it's bro. Weird. When family guy and Stewie did the mask off episode, yeah. I was dying. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling I you, was dying. the appeal is crazy. The crazy. mass appeal is crazy with him. So we're, we're in a debate right now, I guess with putting him in four or three. I, so how I, do we, how do we decide? His I'll, impact to me. Is so large. What is the comment saying? They saying where should we put him, y'all? Three or four? On a whole generation of people, I got him in tier three. I, I guess you could talk me into tier four, but I, but I, I, I would have some. Uh, nah, bro, he's tier three because like he lines up to me with Jeezy and and Fab. He probably has a little bit more of an impact than DMX does, um, and hip hop. And on a generation, I just think he does. I, I I understand from your perspective why you don't see it though, and I don't knock you for it because I I get it. I mm -hmm. don't think he has a classic album. Mm -hmm. but that's my opinion, and I'm okay with somebody convincing me otherwise. Mm -hmm. But I recognize when there's somebody like Young Thug. Young Thug got like three official albums that came out. Mm -hmm. Like that's it. But he got forty mixtapes, and everybody in hip hop respects him. Before the Rico, before that, everybody fucks with Thug. Right, right. So to have mm -hmm. universal appeal mm -hmm. and the people that are your peers to constantly co-sign what you do mm -hmm. speaks to it that in a way that we never could. Future's that dude, bro. Like he just is. Yeah. Um. So comments didn't have nothing to say. So I think that um we'll go. We're gonna go with three. We're if you think he's four, don't say that. No, I do think he's four, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with three, because I know um, I was gonna write fabulous again. Um, <laughs> I I you know there's we there's always room to get moved around if if somebody gets brought up, you know what I mean. So I'm okay with putting him in three because I know it is true his his uh his commercial success is appeal and like you say I guess I can be I can be easily convinced about his impact because. Just the whole auto tune thing and what everybody's trying to do with that. It that's all waning him, like a lot of that. Like because if I if I hear that, I I do go, I do say to myself, T Pain, future sounding motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I say to myself. So um, yeah, we there. So future tier three. Um, let's see if he remains, man. He's um, you know, he out here, he's doing his future thing. Hendrix, though. Like, shout out the future. Cause like he's another one of those guys I didn't think was gonna last, and just mm -hmm. he won't go away, dog. Mm -hmm. Like, like he just there. Oh, that's big. Um, yeah. So, what about Sunday Night's recipient award of the lifetime achievements? Um, Buster Rhymes. Where does Buster belong on this list? I'll start with you, bro. Why don't you Why don't you make the first case? Well, um. One of our criteria is longevity. And he 
is still out here performing at a very high level. When I say performing, I mean like actually performing, like on stage performing, actually yeah, rapping, rapping his lyrics. You know, he out there rapping. Um, he still gets booked. He's still like I've been to a Buster show. Buster shows are incredibly energetic. He makes you tired. Like you're tired at the end of his show. Like it's <laughs> like that. You know, like DMX was like that too. You know what I mean? Um, he 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 would go crazy with it and still does to this day. He has his talk about features and stuff. Like he has like classic, classic material out there from you know late 80s, early 90s, and all that to you know, um last two years ago when he came out with the other joint um that was going pretty hard. You know what I mean? So longevity he got, sales he got, uh, he huh? So you're not gonna like this because I these are these are these are those nostalgia glasses again. It's not like, though. That, it, he, it is. He he has some right, pretty big hits too. When's the last time Busta Rhymes charted? I mean, period on the chart. What what year do you think that was? It wasn't his last joint. Nope. I'm talking about not just his album, a single. Mm. Yeah, his last that last nope. joint with Anderson nope. Pack didn't chart. No. no, did not. Double triple check that shit was so fire uh shout out buster rhymes last time he charted um couldn't have been single doesn't matter pick a year um what would have been well we know that late 90s is when he was doing all that um when did he chart after i want to say he like had a feature with like a like a singer that charted but i just don't remember what maybe mariah or something like that what was it like 2000 like six seven When was it? 2008. There we go. See, I mean, A rap money. Okay. A rap money. Okay. The Touch he It also, song. He also broke into the RB mm-hmm. top 100 list at 79. Mm-hmm. With Why Stop Now with Chris Brown. 2011. Chris Brown. Okay. Okay. See, I knew I remember something with, with a singer. Okay. Um, so, nah, that's not that's not crazy. He so he, he has that's fifteen years ago, dog. He has that don't matter. It doesn't matter when it. No, happens. it does. No, why is it? Why, is it? why does it? Why does it matter when? That. Hold on, that's not what I'm saying. See, I knew you about to jump out the window. You said longevity. Yeah, is Busta Rhymes still relevant in music today? Is he still getting booked? And that's not hold on. Don't do music? that, yeah. We're having the same I'm, conversation we've had forty other times. Buster Rhymes it. don't move the culture. He don't impact the culture musically anymore. That's fine. It's not a knock. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that if you ain't charted in fifteen years, two thousand eight it was fifteen years ago. Don't include that in his longevity. We're talking about him as a musician, like him as an artist, and moving the culture with his music. Mm-hmm. That was 15 years ago. So mm-hmm. his his run mm-hmm. was like 96 to 2008. Mm-hmm. It's like 12 years. It's a good run. It's, it's a solid. great run. It's a great run. Just don't call it 25. I understand he's I understand that we know who Buster is today. But but 2008, bro, was the last time he had what anybody would call a hit song. That said, that's not going to take anything away from him just because that was then. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, But he he most certainly 
has you know extinction level event i think i think that's the one that's got like all like the hoo-ha and um the three other joints that he did that summer that went crazy um so he he has he has classic material does he have a classic album um i would think that album would be considered a classic extinction level event or um not that um when when disaster strikes that's the joint i'm talking about that's the joint that's got all the joints on it i mean that, it went gold it went gold yeah but our classic albums aren't all you right high sellers you know what i'm saying you right i'm just just just, just talking <laughs> oh i know we just having the conversation having but the conversation. i'm just you know he his his um just buster rhymes just mm-hmm. the persona he created is legendary in hip hop. Agreed, is it, right? Um, what the respect that he's garnered across it all, and and the world that he's seen doing it. I mean, he he took it to to the ends of the world. Just coming up from Queens and Brooklyn, like what? Like you know what I mean? Like the dude is synonymous with like just being crazy and 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 the the whole dragon sounds and all that like that whole scenario thing catapulted this dude to a level that you know you wouldn't have thought he could like better he you wouldn't think he he'd be able to go higher and he did you know what i mean like when when he went solo and did his thing and had that impact on the world he he when he was running it buster rhymes was running it everything he touched was going Everything was selling. He was on like Mariah, Mary J, like anybody you could think of that was doing music wanted a Busta Rhymes feature. You know what I mean? So when he was out here, he was out here, out here. That's why I take, that's why when I look at it, I'm like, all right, Busta needs to be on the list. I don't know where he's going to be, but he got to be on this list somewhere. I agree. I agree. He has a number, he had a number one album. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's in his favor, right? I believe Big Bang was in the morning album. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, I, I, before I start speaking, I want you to tell me where you replace him. I want you to wrap up your, your thoughts first. Um, For me, like, he's kind of like a fat Joe to me. Mm. Talk so about- I, I probably, you know, I'm not mad if you told me, yo, Busta ended up in tier four. He was with Fat Joe, Ja Rule, and Puffy. Oh, okay. yeah. He had about that type of, you know, that he garnered that kind of respect. Yes. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Buster was a feature monster. His mm-hmm. biggest record is with Janet Jackson, believe it or not. Yes. 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 <laughs> Make yes. your body wet. That's crazy. Yeah. You'd always be those records that help a rapper yeah. get over and get a number one. It's hit. true. It's true. Um he had five, he had three, he had three top five records, mm-hmm. which is dope. Mm-hmm. Um he had a number one. Mm-hmm. I believe his first four albums went platinum, mm-hmm. but none went double platinum at the time, which is also odd. Like to just be that consistent consistently at that same level like typically mm-hmm. you know um, i got one that took off and went triple platinum or some shit like they just know just platinum 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 right um, like ho-hum like oh, i'm gonna do it again yeah yeah you know? um buster had a good run i think i think the respect he's garnered mm-hmm. is there mm-hmm. i think if people could mimic what he does well, then you would see his impact in music more, right? 
Right. What I mean is like it's they like, can't do that. Yeah, yeah. You can't do what Eminem and Busta Rhymes and Twister is rapping. You can't rap like no, that. No. But I but I think that everybody who watched him do that tried it in the mirror. Right. And it didn't work, right? And it didn't work. But we always right. like, oh, and you're like, what the fuck? Can't get it off. <laughs> right. like, I think for him, I think his impact is not seen as much uh-huh. because people couldn't even mimic what he was doing. That's how mm-hmm. crazy it was. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to the visuals, see, I give him lots of props, like I do with Missy. Absolutely. Videos, yes. he made videos. Yes. That's a great point, media. Black. Wow, I'm remiss for not bringing that up. Great point. The Wuha video is fucking bananas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, do you remember it? the mm-hmm. yeah. the angles, the yeah. fucking using wide You're angle so lenses right. in, in videos? Because when he did that, Hype Williams started doing that with, with Puffy and all of them. No one used that wide angle lens in rap videos before Buster was doing it to the camera like this. Never disrespect Wuha. That's him. Yeah. And from what I understand, he had a hand personally. And a lot of that videography and iconography in his videos, it wasn't mm-hmm. brought to him. That was those are those are his choices mm-hmm. to shoot it that way, to dress that way, and all the kind of shit. So I think his impact on videos, and I think wow, a direct a correlation point. is watching is watching Puffy's bad is a uh, shiny suit era. You watch Buster's videos and then go watch Bad Boys videos from 96, 97, 98. It's all Buster, it's all bright lights. Crazy background, shit like that. More money, more problems is a bust around video. Missy got inspiration from him. Missy got inspiration from him. So I, mm-hmm. I think I, I think that that five, six year run of videos mm-hmm. is all bust around. Like he just did yeah. that, bro. That's um, such a great point, man. That yeah. is that is such a great point. Because you know, the other side of that's like, you know, Buster never went on to do a podcast, you know, saying like he's not out here like you know, writing books and stuff. He's just hip-hop he's just out here just doing music you know what i mean um dope though so where do you do you um i agree with the tier four Mm -hmm. and and i think looking at the names he's next to and looking at him behind i i thought looking at him behind like future and then would be gross but no Mm -hmm. it makes sense like future Mm -hmm. really that guy bro he really Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. um jeezy jeezy and what he did for his his area is is crazy Will mm-hmm. Smith's impact is crazy. You think about mm-hmm. like taking it cross genre, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and and mm-hmm. not and not cursing, like just finding different ways to be creative in that space is crazy. I just nah, it makes sense for him to be in tier four. I, to me, looking at the list the way it's, it's, it's laid up, mm-hmm. it makes sense. I'm not mad at this. I'm not. So, you know, um, one thing I wanted to talk about, and, and I, I love this discussion. Please but, hit save before you forget. All right, I'm hitting save right now. You see, Thank I hit you, save. Sir. Okay. So, listen, um, we've been taking a little f- flack on the backside with this whole thing, man. What you mean? Yeah, man. So, people people out here thinking we just free willy and just we just losing our minds out here. We just throwing names out and, and we're just putting this list together haphazardly and we're not thinking of everything. <laughs> and they want to retort and they want to they want to hand us the business. Who feels like this? Tell us about ourselves. Who feels like this? So there's a the podcast that I'm always shouting out because I mm-hmm. love them very much. So DJ Rec Boy Shad. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got he's got some words for us, mm-hmm. and he he wants to discuss our list um, in detail. 
He's going to tell us about ourselves and how oh, why we're wilding. Yeah, yeah. So I like when he said that on because he said it on air on his show. And I was like, OK, mm-hmm. you know, it's like I, I had it typed out. And what I was going to type was and I could say it because I can explain it better than I could just type it. But like um, I think it's going to be pretty hard for people to like bring up a name and then move somebody out of somewhere where we have them right now like i could see somebody like making arguments and saying nah i think this person's tier three and this one is tier one and i'll tell you what okay if you want to do that that's fine but i don't think you're gonna when we're done with the list i don't think that there's gonna be a lot of names you're gonna be able to bring up and we're gonna take somebody off the list to replace them with this grandioso idea of a fucking artist that you brought up you know what I'm saying to get them on the list when it's when it's done. So see, this is the Hall of Fame list that we're doing, yeah. and when you when you call it that, um, I think it gives perspective to what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't care about who your favorite rapper is, mm-hmm. or right. or that Big L has the nicest pen. Mm-hmm. Big L ain't sold a million, nothing, not mm-hmm. one million, not five hundred thousand, right? So mm-hmm. like, it's not a conversation. So like, mm-hmm. If you look, if we put numbers and stats and longevity and years of activity and cultural impact and what they did in the regions and in the country and shit like that, like you could argue and maybe move somebody from three to two mm-hmm. or from four to three or backwards right. a slot. Right. But you're not talking about a bunch of wiggle room. Like mm-hmm. if you say Eminem should be tier five because I don't like the way he rap, I'm like, well, shut up. Mm-hmm. Like you're not even talking from a factual point of view. You're just talking because you don't like the way that man rap. That's weird. <laughs> right. Like, like make a case for like, like an example. Ice Cube, legend. Uh-huh. Put him in tier three and tell me he don't stick out like a sore thumb. Uh, yeah. That's why I like the visual representation because I think once you do that, mm-hmm. take a name and put them next to these other names mm-hmm. and tell me which one of these things do not belong. Mm-hmm. It's obvious. Mm-hmm. Put Puffy in tier two. Does it make sense? Um, uh, for me, no. No. Um, you can try to make the argument. You know, I think the most interchangeable stuff is people going from tier one to tier two, vice versa type of deal. I think that's where the. I think that's where it comes into play because I think I somebody. Think if you, if you versus be- each one of those artists with another artist in tier two. I don't think it's that much of a of a movement. I get right. why you say that though. People yeah. who are like why is Nas tier two? Right. Why is Snoop tier two? He's the great. Right. He's like the most popular rapper ever. Because it's not a popularity contest. He, he didn't win six chips. That's why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. like I right, Patrick Ewing is a popular Nick. He yeah. got no rings, bro. So right. Right. what are right. we saying? Right. Exactly. Pac is tier one. Compare Tupac discography to Jay Z's, Kanye's, Drake's, Eminem. He loses every matchup. Yeah. Do it that way. Compare yeah. Tupac's discography to everybody in the left, yeah. from cultural impact to sales, yeah. he loses. Yeah, yeah he man. loses. I, it's not I, about I like Tupac better because his his words. Compare his his album sales, his singles, his hits, his run, his longevity to everybody individually in tier one. He doesn't beat a single person on that side. Not one. Who, he don't who, got more sales than Nelly. He don't got who, more hits than Nelly. He don't have. No, he just don't. Do Pac Pac in tier one, Jay. Who who who? If we we said to you, you got to take somebody out of tier one before you could put Pac in. Who 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 would you take out? 
He said, culture cool. impact. Great. Like I said, Patrick Ewing is probably a top five center of all time. He's never mentioned because he ain't got no rings. Like Patrick Ewing was probably better at basketball than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I'm not even capping. He's probably better technically at basketball you take Missy than Kareem. Out? You're bugging. See what I mean? Like, eh. you can't take Missy out though, Jay. Jay, she's so like. You hear this? This is what you won't get me to argue your list, Gabe. She holds records. I mean, I I hear what he's saying. Like, I do, and that that's why that's why the conversation is dope. You know what I'm saying? Because I could sit here and listen to people make arguments for moving the tier, like one tier, like what you were saying. Hmm. That argument, I think, is a good conversation to have. I think that you know only good could come out of that. You know, so him saying that, I'm not mad at that. I did want to know Missy who it would got be. four number one albums. Missy got diamond records. Tupac, yeah. Tupac Shakur has none of that. Yeah, we Missy revolutionized as, videos as far as Missy success, made female right. rap viable. Right, like right. it's not a comparison. Right, just with success, you know, his impact is. His impact might be people will argue a second to none. Good. That's why you he's know, in tier two. Because you know, he was that, around think, for five years. Yeah. Pac's influence is crazy. He he's right though with that. He is right with that. Um, man black, another great episode. I always have fun doing this with you, brother. Um, we will be chopping it up. I don't know. I'm I might surprise y'all and show up on uh fourth of July solo and we'll talk our ish. Maybe I'll invite a bunch of guests on here, just free willy and just have a good time with the people. Or don't uh, argue my list though. Y'all y'all can have nah, an opinion to yourself. Don't come nah, up here arguing my list while I'm not around. That's nah, nah, yeah, nah. We can't do that. We 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 can't be talking about top 50 next week. But um join I said me. Missy got diamond records shot, not not a diamond album, diamond records. I believe work it is diamond, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Shad, this is gonna be I can't wait. So when our list is complete, we're gonna go and we're gonna go on their show or they're gonna come on this show and we're just gonna talk about it and we're gonna like really talk about it, have a dope conversation around that. So I'm really looking forward to it because you know how that be with those uh two brothers, you know what I mean? Cause I'm sure Chris will have something to say as well. But um salute okay, to them. Yeah. Um make your own list though. <laughs> I want to have attitude. I would. I can't wait to have that conversation, though, Black. I think that's gonna be dope to have. He you know said, what I'm saying? He said, "Put big pun in tier three. Y'all niggas is wilding. Y'all wilding. Y'all, y'all want, y'all want so bad to have something to argue about. That's what that is. B- big. Pun, I respect it. Big pun would be in like tier one or two if we're talking about lyricism. That's just how I feel about that. You know what I mean? He, like the the four bigs to me it will always uh, holds weight. You know, Big Daddy Kane, Big L. Biggie, big pun. Those ones, man, they 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 are a special breed when it comes to that pen. But um, we are out of here. That is our we went over 90 minutes, but that's all right. We still love y'all. Hope y'all still love us. Make sure you tune in next time. We are here. You will know. Uh Black, take us home. We out. Yo. Is this thing on? <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all all something. Our list, not to be fucked with. <laughs> this is the definitive hip hop 50 list. All other lists, invalid. And if you don't like it, watch it, the show. Every Tuesday, 7 p.m., Facebook, YouTube, live, Black People Time. We hear every single Tuesday, except next week, I'm not going to be around. Watch the show. Make your point heard, right? Because if it makes sense, I'm going to tell you it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But most of I'm going to tell you that. Nah!
Get your own list. <laughs> Listen, no, I, I, I appreciate the dissenting voices. It is fun having these conversations. Mm-hmm. Back Joseph in tier one, mm-hmm. only if it comes to um biggest bosses, not named Big Pun. Um, <laughs> but I appreciate y'all. I appreciate the input. I appreciate y'all tapping in. Next week, as Gabe said, I'm not going to be around because I'm going to be out holidaying and eating burgers and doing what I do. Well, y'all have fun with that. When I come back, though, I'm happy to debate anybody about why, uh, I don't know, Tupac should be top two and not number two. Mm-hmm. I'm down for that. So for myself, Mr. Gabriel Rivera, uh, Hayes to the dog. What's your other dog name who don't Louis. really like me? All right, Louie. Uh, to Super Producer Big Ange, to, to, to Cassie Rodriguez, right? To Jay Arroyo, who's delusional. And to Rashad, who's super delusional. We're going to catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace.